And we would like to thank just everyone who's who's taken the time to to listen to the episode so far and reach out. We've been, you know, and it's getting there slowly. It's, these things take a time to to grow. I think anyway, and maybe even more so with the nature of what we're talking about, because we we like to have a bit of a laugh and we like to try and you know deal with things in a, in a relaxed way. And uh, but obviously with the nature of what we're talking about we can delve very deep at times and we've done that on plenty of occasions i've really learned a lot hosting this and have made some friendships as well with with ryan and with nathan and with matt and with all the guests that have come on so i would like to reflect a little bit on the podcast tonight for anyone who is brand new and have not heard it before just have a think back to matt we were just talking before we went live about the very first episode when i only met you for the first time when we went live on episode right. one yeah yeah from um, how, how it sort of helped you because one interesting thing that we've we've spoke about a little bit in the past is that Matt although he's on the episodes rarely listens to them and obviously we understand it can be difficult to listen to these things but we do need people to listen to it Don't otherwise you. it's just us three in a box yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice box yeah absolutely yeah yeah no I'm not the greatest example I suppose but yeah I I, I don't know I I think um I don't know whether it's been a subconscious thing or whether it's been something that... Or whether I've just got so many podcasts to listen to anyway, because that's what I do when I'm driving around. I just listen to podcasts and they're... Well, 99.9% of them are about football, because that's what my life is in general. Yeah. Um, But I I, I don't know. I think that... um, I've I've listened to the roundups. That's what I've listened to um, when I have listened. And and, and I think um, it's maybe just... um, something that I'm going to embrace as we go forward and keep moving yeah. forward with it. It does come across fantastically well when I've listened to it. You know, it really does. And I, and I think the guests that we've had, the main one, I'll tell you what, and I have to say, I think this is another thing we may, I might touch upon tonight, is okay. we pick out some of our favourite guests. Yeah, stuff. okay. For me, one of the best ones that I think we had was um, the guy who was in Ireland... Ian, Ian Lawton. Ian Lawton. When he sat in his car. He was, yeah. And, and I, I thought he was... Amazing, genuinely mm. amazing, and so and the stuff that he was doing to raise money and things, and like I said, the fact that he was literally sat in his car, he was doing the show, like you know, just he, thought he was brilliant. He could feel his pain, brilliant. but he was a, he was a natural storyteller absolutely. too, wasn't he? So he really brought yeah. everything to life and very vividly. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe yeah. we could get him on. Now we're live again. We should try and get him on again. Like, need to know, do a tour to Dublin. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it was winter when we were doing that one, I think, and we were doing it on Zoom. And I know he spoke really well. And so this is going to sound. This, this actually. I mean this in the right way. This I know going to sound like the wrong way. Yeah. Because the story was so detailed and yeah. so emotive, and I was so immersed in it that I didn't realise. I hadn't noticed that by the time we'd finished the story, it had gone from light to yeah, dark. Yeah. 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 And I couldn't see him in his car anymore. It just had the little light on in the front. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's yeah, what sticks out in my yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. But it was because he he it told amazing. his story on unbelievably well and and as you said I think he was probably one of the only guests that we've had where we literally just all sat there and didn't yeah. speak like just literally listened and, and it was his boy Hank wasn't it that's I remember right. that and um, yeah he, he similar to you actually we've we spoke about ways that people deal with their triggers and how to just regulate their their state of mind and he was running similar to how you do a little bit more than me and he was I mean, he was doing a hell of a lot and you're you used to he did 10 marathons in 10 days wasn't it i believe yeah, or something was, like that and then he was going on to do some other like ultra yeah. thing as well wasn't he barefoot sure he said he was going to well. do like a a, a a run across like fields barefoot or something sure he said that like, well we'll have to find out because he may, may well have done that now because it yeah. must have been a, a maybe a year or so since absolutely since ian came on yeah. yes and he was uh, another thing which he mentioned in that episode is how he found going to his therapy sessions with his other half they weren't they weren't useful for him 
at the time because I think, and this is something I think which I can't remember if it was the worst girl gang ever or Ollie from Angels United on our last mm. episode that said, and obviously everything is is helpful, but sometimes I think that maybe a, a slightly old school and more traditional way of you sat around in in a circle, your turn, your turn, yeah. your turn, and. Although that would work for some people, it wasn't working for him. And then he found just the male-only group, which he didn't want to go into. He, s- he sat outside, eventually went in, and he said that changed everything he felt listened to. Yeah. Um, he-, he felt heard, and he was around like-minded people. And then he went on and lost half of his body weight and did 10 marathons in 10 days. What have you done this week? <laughs> That's it. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I've eaten a bit of junk food. and just, I've just ended up with McFlurry. So. <laughs> yeah, well, you rocked up with a McFlurry, and we're currently drinking a beer. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Six days before football, mate, I think we're all going to play. So, yeah, that was Ian Law. What I will do, actually, is I'll put a li- anyone that we talk about, any former episodes that we've done in any particular bits, I'll put links to those episodes in the write-up. So if you're listening to the non-live version of this, you'll be able to do that right now. I think Ian was episode, uh, well, in series two. So, yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one that sticks out for me. He's Matt Sharp. Yeah. I know how nervous Matt was about talking about his story. And I know how um, raw it was as well at the time. And I know how much he'd been suffering in the build-up to it. And I thought he did um, his boys, Freddie and Jude, a great service by talking to us and, and being so open about his own story. I think everybody as well. I mean, I, I think I know which one you'll say as well, Dan. There's one that that we always talk about. Oh, Gary Anderson. Yeah. I really enjoyed Gary. Gary. Um, Gary. Definitely going to get um, even Gary if you are if you are listening. Uh, Gary was. Um, I just found him such an interesting character. He's brought out his book, Daddy and the Two Bears, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, after he lost his children, and also just the story and the role it played in sort of how it helped reform his life. Yeah, he was uh, yeah. a bit of a lad. Yeah, I yeah. think that would be fair to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be fair to say. It, it's, it's an amazing uh, episode, that one. Again, we'll put the links to uh, to those in the description from this one. But, yeah, thank you very much to everyone who's watching. If you can do me a favour for the live audience, if you can have a look on the camera at Ryan here and Matt, and if you can think of anyone that they look like <laughs> famous, there's a reason why I'm asking, and it's all to do with our, as we're moving forward for the next episode, we're going to have a bit of a rebrand. And I've just got an idea I want to play around with. And I just wanted to see if, who, who you thought their lookalikes were. Because when I asked them, when, I, when they came in today, the two lookalikes <laughs> they gave me, I'm like, no one's even heard of them. No one's going to look at them. And they're going to think they're actually you. So I try to get this out there to as many people as possible. And Matt comes up with a, a Wigan United footballer from 2003. <laughs> Paul Sharna. Paul Sharna. I know what you mean, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, do look like him, to be fair. No, seriously. Is he German as well? No, Austrian, wasn't he? Austrian, I think. Yeah. If you Google it, honestly, I'm going to Google it now. You watch. Um, I asked Ryan a similar question, and he just gave me a cast member from the um, former Sky One sh- uh, football show. Footballers' wives. Footballers' wives. I didn't know who it was at all. It's only because people used to say I look like him. I couldn't even tell you what the bloke's name no. is. No. Who did I tell you you look like? Who, me? Yeah. I'm just any bold white guy. I always got, I, I can be uh, mini-me. I get Uncle Fester. I get Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Tom Allen. I get... Um, um, Comedian. Nicky Butt. Nicky Butt, Matt, oh, Matt, yeah. Matt, I just call me. Nicky Butt, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor Shana. <laughs> Oh it dear, is, yeah, yeah. Mate, it is you. Yeah, that, my point is, it does look like you, but no, no one knows, no who, one it knows is. who it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so if anyone wants help out with that, um, and then if we if you don't like the branding, next series at least we can blame you. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not take responsibility for best it, way yeah. to, uh, yeah. to to do that. <laughs> Um, one thing I did actually want to touch on a little bit tonight as we've been delving through some of the old episodes too and, and, and as we're moving on with things and some of the things that we have not yet talked about 
um, it was a conversation we had before we went live, different triggers, how they affect you at different times of the day. So the same, the same trigger may come along, but if you're in a, you know how some people are morning people, some people tend to be nighttime people, and obviously that's a very loose way of putting it. But are, there, are, are you better at dealing with things at a certain time of the day than you would be at others? I wouldn't necessarily say mine's a certain time of the day, although I'm sure Amy would probably disagree with you. Um, I can hear her fingers typing from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when the t- when the f- when my phone beeps. Yeah. But I would say, um, mine, like I say, mine isn't necessarily when I get up in the morning or, or at night or something, because I, I wouldn't say I'm even nocturnal or a morning sort of person, but mine is more when I'm just tired in general. Yeah. If, I'm, if I'm tired, I'm cranky, I let things bother me maybe more than they should do same as if i'm ill i suppose because you're tired you don't you don't feel great so things tend to bother me a little bit more then as well i think when when we first lost lily i would say it was probably the morning because you'd wake up and that first 30 seconds you'd just wake up thinking everything was normal and yeah. you were going to, you're going to go about your normal day and so forth and then bang it, it just hit you and uh, you come back to a, a, a very stark reality of what of what you're actually going through for obviously you know there'll be people listening going through that right now because it's it's still very recent how do you how did you, you know, what was the process of, of coping with that and figuring out the best way to to deal with it I think in hindsight and, and over a period of time, you can I could say something which potentially isn't what people want to hear now. Yeah. And it, but you have to have those conversations. You, you don't do, you? you do. And I think what you have to remember is every single every single day that you go, that you go to bed and every single morning that you wake up, you're one step further down the line of being able to live with your grief. And the further on down the line you get the more, and the word isn't accepting because I don't think we ever accept it, but the more um, diluted, shall we say, maybe yeah. over a longer period of time. I've heard that, it described that way before, yeah, that the dilution. pain actually yeah. is with you. Even though it's always there, it, it becomes less, uh, sorry, becomes more diluted over a longer period of time. Um, I think being able to talk with your partner, you know, whether that be husband or wife, and, and being open and honest with them about how you're actually feeling rather than bottling up and, and not actually saying anything. And I know it's easier said than done because not everybody can do that. And I suppose that's why we have things like this, isn't it? It's why we do the podcast. And I was just about to say, what, who, you know, if you don't, these things are so traumatic and it could also be signal the end of a relationship. Maybe the relationship wasn't in a place where it could recover from that and they don't have that support and they're also going through separation or divorce on top of that. Yeah. And I'm sure you spoke uh, to people with the foundation who've uh, maybe, you know, been going down that route at all. So is there much of a difference there in how you deal with that or what would you say? I think the, 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 the overall sort of issue and the overall um, pain and the overall feelings that you, that you have aren't going to differ irrespective of if you're going through a divorce or you know you're going through a separation or something like that i think the it's just the way that you deal with it in that specific moment you know you ask the question at what time of the day do you feel the worst well i would imagine somebody that's maybe going through a separation or going through other issues within their life whether that be their professional life or you know something else that you you're just exacerbating the the, the pain of yeah. the grief because you've got that added layer that's that's weighing you down at the same time because ultimately the grief is the priority at that time that's the thing that's going to be so prominent in your everyday routine it's what you're going to show more 
and anything else is just getting put on top and on top and on top and eventually we're, we're only human we're just gonna yeah. blow aren't we it's you know that's the way it goes it's interesting what ryan said about i hadn't really thought i hadn't really thought about um when we lost cali uh how your day was different but actually is it is it a really good point there in the fact that uh, I, I think I've mentioned this before anyway, and I've been completely honest about this with everyone that I've met. My my first coping mechanism um, when when Cali came along was 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 to drink, mm. and you know, looking back, I'm not proud of that because I'm not a heavy drinker. You know, I'm not. I like a beer. But so, how much were you drinking? Could you give so, us an average uh, night? Yeah, I, at, so at, I, its, at you know how it started and did so it reach a peak? We come, yeah, so we come back on the Friday from from getting um, from. Obviously, leaving Cali, we come back on the Friday night, and I went just straight down the off license, got four, four cans of Stella, and that was done in about an hour and a half. Just gone bang, right back. Second night, I had five. Third night, I had six. Okay. Uh, and the, on the third night, I remember it got to ten o'clock, and I opened my my beer, and Crystal just went, "Be careful," mm. and I went, "I'm all right." I wasn't. I said, yeah. but "I'm all right." Um, you, you didn't want to hear anything at the time. No, no. You just wanted to be. And then yeah. Monday, I think, had six. And then on the Tuesday, we went out on the Tuesday. Come back around one o'clock in the afternoon. We'd been out somewhere, and I went in the um, I went in the, the the shop and we had to get I had to get some bread. And I walked past the beer counter or the beer fridge. Looked in. And I was like, it was a lovely afternoon. I was like, you know what? I could just get mm. get some beer now and go and sit in the garden and just just forget about everything. And and and, and for some reason, I didn't. And I, and I f- fortunately, I mean, look, I'm again, I'm open about this. I'm a religious man. I always have been, and yeah. I, I feel at that point that was a bit of an intervention. For oh, me. okay. I feel that was like I kind of had that moment where now, nah, because it was one o'clock on a Tuesday. I'd have been at work. It was lunchtime. I'd have been having my lunch at work, and actually, yeah. something in my head went, nah, like uh, before that point. How was? You, how can if you can remember how you were rationalising? Why? Oh, it's okay. Obviously, you know the pain is the grief is there, and you're blocking it out. But you know, the, the, your brain plays tricks on you, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? In yeah. order to go, it's all right. You'll be okay. You can do this. Start again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it was. Like I said, I'd, I'd, I think it was because I, I know the more you drink yeah. over a quick period of time, in general, yeah. you start to feel tired, don't you? Let's face it, you start mm-hmm. to feel a bit tired. So I drank, and I thought, right, that'll get me to sleep. Yeah. And then the next hour, a routine. Up. yeah, 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 and that—that's—that's that's what it was. Did it give you a little bit of relief at the start, and then, or then you're doing something that you know isn't making you feel good, and you're not feeling good while you're doing it? Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's what it was. I mean, I, the, again, the reason I run now is because I got to. Um, so we lost her in the June, and by August I'd got to 15 stone, yeah. and I'm not. I've How? never. Wow. So, yeah, I've never been. I mean, I'm six foot one and a half, something like that. And so what do you weigh now? Just put it in perspective. Uh, about thirteen, and okay, half, something like that. So I'd I'd put on about a stone and a half. What's that in kilograms? I don't know. Old... <laughs> well, fifteen stone is about ninety five k. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So normally I'd be what eighty five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So yeah. So and then and then that's when I thought I've got to do something about this because I'd always been fairly fit playing football. Yeah. Yeah. Playing yeah. Football and I ran whatever. So that's when I started. So I didn't know you before this because I, I view you yeah, as, a, yeah, as yeah. a healthy chap. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. A healthy chap. <laughs> and, that, and that's when I and that's when I got to the point of running and my first mile. I scared the life out of a woman running around the block because I'll come around the corner and she was just walking along with her shopping bless her and I, I was behind her I was like <gasps> and she turned around and she I was went, like oh are you Paul Shana <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I just went I'm sorry I couldn't breathe 
and that was my first mile. Yeah, so I did it in 13 minutes, I think, something like that. 13 yeah. minutes? So my first mile, after I'd got all, drank all that beer and whatever, I was that unfit. And now I run, what, seven? Seven and a half minutes, something like that. So, but it's taking four but Ultimately, years. it doesn't matter, though, the, the time, does it? You did it, no, you stuck yeah, at it. Yeah, it, yeah but it's, it's... And it's a different sort of release, isn't it? That's, you, you wake up with a hangover and you go, oh, I'm such a tear, I've done it again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You, you complete the run, it's like, I've done this. I've, actually, I'm knackered, but I've... I feel good. It's a different kind of feeling, isn't I'm it? I'm going to do that again tomorrow. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you can get dragged. You can get dragged into a, a cycle, can't you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> because yeah. we're creatures of habit. Of course we are, and that's why. And that's I why think... changing habits is the most difficult thing to do. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I think a lot of men struggle because they feel that they they well they can't speak, so they end up in this cycle yeah. of drink or yeah. you know. Addictions, Ca- yeah, catastrophic behaviour, shall we say? And I don't mean that, behavior. a destructive behaviour. And, yeah, and then you feel shame and guilt, and, and then yeah. you, so you hide it, and then you, you do it again. Yeah, and it's, absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and it can literally just yeah. be something like going to the pub. Somebody looks at you wrong, and mm. you just want to fight the world yeah. because you've got so much pent up anger. Well, look, yeah. at, look at what's happened with Will Smith. Right, that it, there's arguments to say that is a man who is struggling at the moment. Yeah, right, yeah. To go. yeah he's been on the edge for. A, yeah, he's been in a really interesting YouTube. I think I can't remember if I mentioned it before. He's the, if you, you can watch this right now on YouTube, he did. Um, he did a post which went viral about it just after lockdown, and it yeah. was how he was not in the best shape he's ever been. And obviously, one thing Will Smith's brilliant at for somebody who can't relate to the everyday man in terms of how he lives his life yeah. and wealth, but emotionally, I think he's very switched on and very yeah. tuned in because it doesn't matter how much wealth and how much status, whatever it is, you've got thoughts of thoughts, feelings of feelings, and he was he was struggling with that. So he went on this journey to go, oh, you know, I'm Mr. Hollywood, I'll get fit in no time, and he really struggled with it. I just remember seeing him in, you know, all the movies, especially I Am Legend when he's, you know, doing yeah, his yeah. chin-ups, and he needs some phenomenal shape. And to lose that, you know, which is a big part of his armoury, yeah. For his, for his job, it was difficult. And then I think he's accepting that his age is difficult for him to do. Yeah. Then there was other things going on with his uh, with Jada, wasn't it, on a, on a podcast where they were talking about, was it an entanglement, Jada called it, mm-hmm. uh, to the, the way to sum up how her, relation, her relations with, uh, relationship with others. Yeah, yeah. And his face, wasn't it, it went viral as a meme. And I think, yeah, he's, he's really struggled. And yeah. to bring it back to what Ryan said, it's, it becomes a moment, doesn't it? Yeah, just where, uh, blow, if, if, you don't, if you don't try and get it out and talk, it does blow up. Well, yeah. It, you know, yeah. At the end of the day, it's like a, it's a, it's like a bottle of fizzy pop, isn't it? You keep yeah. shaking it. It's just going to bang eventually. <laughs> explode. And... No, absolutely. And, yeah. and, but, but like I was saying there about the destructive behaviour, it's not... And, it, and it's, it's actually not done, I think, by lots of people. It's not done... It's done because that is their coping strategy, their coping mechanism at that specific moment in time. Yeah. Like, mine was, was to... I suppose my destructive behaviour, actually, to start with, was the fact that I tried to bottle everything away and I just went out and fundraised. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, yeah. that, that was my that way. Start, I just didn't yeah. want to face anything. Yeah. So, actually, to some extent, even though it's doing good and I'm, and I'm yeah. um, you know... Offering all this support to people, but were you offering support to yourself? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's the problem. That's why twelve months later, it it, it, was like, it just came back and hit me like a ton of bricks. It's interesting that, like, now my my triggers are heightened now because of um, the time of year. So, yeah, because of the lighter nights and yeah. because of the longer days. That connect that connects now into when we lost yeah. when we lost Cali, mm. and as Ryan said, you do learn to cope and you learn to change things and change the way you deal with things and and and, and you understand a little bit more how to do it. Those triggers are always going to be there, you know. And, and like I said, the 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 lighter nights, the longer days, uh, they just all lead up to losing. 
Cali because that's when we lost Cali and that, the weather was absolutely gorgeous. So connecting it, it just it's mm. like a jigsaw just all connects up and you know slots into place and you know. Going back to the alcohol for a second as well. Yeah, yeah. So how did it? Slightly fit? ironic, isn't it? While we're all sat here drinking a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. Joking, yeah, it's true. But I think also joking aside. I know for some people, once you, you recover, you, you know, it's best and yeah. maybe you don't touch anything ever again. And then someone, for, for what I was going to say with you, was, you know, something that you clearly recognised and I'll enjoy hearing you speak about it because you were in control of it and you're not a, afraid or ashamed to say that this was an issue for me um, because it's something that many, I think most blokes at some point will, will have, an, uh, have a, I know I have, I'm pretty sure everyone has at some point. And how did it affect your thoughts when you were in a state, you know, of an, you know, I'm not saying smash, but you no, know, but you've had a few, yeah. and the way that you, because I'm guessing that you know, you'd start either going off into some escapism through whatever it is, or sometimes you know, your brain's just going to go and relive those events again, and how you deal with that when you're in a different state of mind. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting way of looking at it, really, because I think it, you know, something like alcohol, as as a lot of as we know in general, it makes you feel untouchable to a point. Like, you know, we've all been there, but we've all been out on it. When I was young, go on a night out and you've had so much to drink. You feel like you, yeah. you feel like one, you look like Tom Cruise, which you clearly don't. Clearly <laughs> not. You look like Paul Sharner. Yeah, Paul yeah. Sharner, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paul Sharner on the drinks again. <laughs> you know what I mean? No wonder he's playing shit. Exactly, yeah. What's Paul Sharner doing here? And it, so it, it does, that word escapism actually absolutely nails it in the fact that you, you start to, you start to go into a different, world well, it's a bubble isn't in it in a sense yeah, yeah. it is a bubble um, because it's not real life it's just where your brain goes to feel safe and it's like time. a protection yeah. thing it is and that's why i said like i said the beer the beer for me really helped me numb the pain fall asleep at night and then wake up clean the next morning but i wasn't clean because it, it doesn't solve anything long term yeah, absolutely yeah. and 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 it and and like i said you know i i genuinely have said this from the start if i didn't have the right people around me yeah uh, I I do genuinely think I could have ended up with an alcohol problem. Yeah. I I, re I really do. How long did it last for? So it it, it probably lasted four or five days. Pro like, pro like what I mean by that is really intense drinking. Two and a five day bender, isn't it? Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was but it was more than I'd ever do. Like yeah. I I have a beer at the weekend and stuff, but I, I don't drink during the week, you know. And I was drinking in the week and stuff, and then I was I was I was having more and more at times when I when I wouldn't have been drinking normally. So like you know, you start to think, well, actually, that's that's a point where you might need to just check yourself for a minute. You know, when we did the the three peaks, mm. that was almost to me like I'd had a skin full of beer. Yeah. And I mean, and how how I mean that is when we were climbing Scarfell Pike, and you couldn't see within what yeah. ten centimeters in front of you, in front of you, yeah. And it was lobbing it down with rain, and it was freezing cold. It oh. was windy. It was dark. You couldn't see anything. You couldn't even see the steps that you were walking up. That was the closest thing to me, uh, for me, sorry, to how I felt when Lily was was born. I went to some dark, dark places on that night. I don't know if you ever remember, but I remember shouting some nasty words at someone up, up, up yeah, in that yeah, sky. Yeah, yeah. That took me to a place which I genuinely didn't think I could ever go back to go back what to, I'd yeah. gone to with Lily. Yeah. But that was almost pinpoint 
Ryan and, and, the, and some of the guys from the Lily May Foundation embarked on something which actually was recently finished, wasn't it? And it was called yep. the 10 10 10, and this was part of it. So, yeah, just what, so what was that all about? Because this, this was the toughest part, wasn't it? You've spoke about this before. Yeah, uh, psychologically, definitely, by an absolute clear mile. Oh, so, we'd, we, we, funnily enough, we got drunk and signed up to, uh, <laughs> to do 10, 10 challenging so is events. Is that how it all started? That's how it all started. So you're, you're on a night out with Matt. Yeah. running through it. Yeah, yeah, no, so we actually, yeah. it, it came from the Dads and Granddads support group, didn't it? So yeah. we'd been on a Dads and Granddads support group, and it, because it was coming up to Lily's 10th birthday, I'd always said I wanted to do something which was going to push me yeah. out of my comfort zone. And boy, it did. And it did. Yeah. It really did. And we did things like we did a skydive. And I, I tell you now, I'd jump out of a plane any day of the week than do that three peaks. That okay, three peaks, that before. yeah. And I was petrified of coming out of a plane. Yeah. And I still, if, if I had the choice, I still wouldn't jump out of a plane again because it, it's not my thing. But I'd do that any day of the week over the three peaks. So when you finished it all then, that must have been because of the depth of that that hardship from doing it. Did, was it extra relation at the end? Did you feel closer what? to Lily? Three peaks? Yeah. No, because I didn't finish it. Right. And Matt... Matt was standing behind me as we were coming down Ben Nevis, which was the first mountain. Right. We'd actually got up and down really quickly, hadn't we? They'd given us five hours. Four and a half, four and and four hours, I think ten. We got down in about four hours, ten. Okay. But when you come down past sort of cloud level, it had, it had been raining. <laughs> Sorry. When you, well, that's a sentence, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> when you come past down cloud level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's how high it was. Wow. And it had been raining. Oh. It wasn't raining above. It was raining below. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just in case anyone's uh, learning. Rain doesn't go up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like big old fat don't line. say never learn anything on this podcast <laughs> there you go. Yeah. and I um, and the first what probably about the first 20 minutes of that climb wasn't it they called it heart attack hill mm. didn't they and it was literally step after step after step it was like an old Roman road yeah. and it was just like little concrete blocks right okay. and I slipped and buckled my knee and it was a really soft slip it was like it wasn't yeah. anything like it was big nothing or nothing just like and he was right behind me uh, right behind me and um, I got up and just brushed it off but then because you sat on a coach then for another yeah, what was it seven hours mm. something down knew to, you were in some bother, I knew I was in some bother when I got there so they strapped it all up for me which was fine but I think because I was hurt mm. and because of the it was just the sheer getting foot after foot after foot in the rain and the wind I'd just completely psychologically not, lost it. And and that's the point. It's non-stop. I think, obviously, you, you weren't able to come up Snowden, but I, I think for me, Snowden, Snowden was, again, I, I was the same as you. I went to, like, I, I remember at one point up Snowden, I actually asked Callie for help. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, just, I did, because, like, we were, we were hanging, because he stopped us. I think at that point, he actually told us afterwards he was that close to pulling us off Snowden because it was the worst he'd, he'd been in for... So we got halfway oh, wow, up okay. because of the conditions and he got halfway up and he stopped us because he had to talk to his team. And at that point, you're not moving and you're literally, you're stood on the side. You don't know what's there. So I'm assuming... It could be a drop. There could be, yeah. but I, didn't, I knew I wasn't going to move. I was literally just connecting myself to the mountain. And I, at that point, I, I did say to myself, say, I, I said, look, you know what? Little one, I need your help here. Just keep me, just keep me moving here, because like it was, it was, it was really, really. Um, Did she emotionally wish you there, help you get yeah, through it? Absolutely, Brilliant. right. She was because if she. That's why you were doing it in the first that's, place, that's isn't it? It. Uh, it was brutal. Yeah, wasn't mate, it? it was brutal. And the people who were doing it pushed us. I, I mean, fair play to them. I, I have to admit, I, I was. They were doing my head in at the start because of the way they were, but you knew the why they're doing it afterwards because. 
their job is to get you up and down 24 hours. Yeah. It's like you pay for a service. They're yeah. going to get get it done. It's their reputation. Um, and they, you know, they're competing against other companies. So if they have even one person doesn't do it in 24 hours, it'll get back and blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Oh, you're not quite good enough, are you? So they pushed us to a point where I didn't think anyone could push anyone and they were really lot on top of you, weren't they? It's hard when you sit here and it's comfy and you're having a beer to imagine yeah. it. Yeah, I can do that. But it's really, <laughs> it's next level, isn't it? It's, it, it physically, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And, I, oh, yeah, like, I'd agree you know. with that. But I also think psychologically, that is, I mean, I suppose it's hard to compare it to, to well, you can't really compare it to what we've been through in regard no, to, not. you know, no, that no. sort of thing. But in terms of um, psychological, the sort of psychologically emotional stress that you are under when you're doing that as yeah. well, is it, it, it took me, yeah. like I say, it took me to some places which yeah. I didn't even know existed. I think as well, the other thing that psychologically hit us with that, and I think it, well, it hit me especially, was... The fact that we were meant to be doing that in June. Yeah. And in June, the weather's going to be better. The days are going to be longer. Yeah. We did it in October in the middle of a bloody storm. Yeah. It was the storm that came in. <laughs> and, we, and they, and they still play. made it. They still got us. To, we were thinking, oh, they're going to call this off. But we were on the way to Liverpool and it was like, they're going to call this off. We're going to go. And, like, ah. and they, and we, and then we did. And I think the other thing was, because you did Ben, Dev, ben Nevis in the light. Yeah, it's like oh, this is this, and we got up. We, as you said, we whipped up and down. It. It's like, oh, it's all this about then. And like he said, I mean, bear in mind we had Lewis Hamilton driving us into scaffold Pike anyway on the coach. Like, I mean, th this guy was uh, how he how he didn't lose the bottom of the coach, and then the fact that well, we've been through the sickness thing, haven't we already? Where Ryan managed to get the front yeah. seat and I didn't, and and then you know, but and um, yeah, it's just the whole thing. The whole thing was just oof, yeah. Yeah. Cliche question to ask on the back of this, but what did you learn about yourself going through something like that? Ooh, oh, what a good question. Wow. Seriously, that is... Uh, what, what did I learn? I can give up too easy. That was, that was mine. Did you have a say in it, though? Because it was an injury, and injuries mentally hadn't given up, had you? <clears throat> mentally, I was close. But I was very which close. Which means you hadn't. We'd, I hadn't given up mentally, mm. but they had... If, yeah, they basically told me medically not yeah. to carry on, um, and they took me back down. I'm, I think I, I think I got about three quarters of the you way did, up. Did, yeah, you did. Yeah. And you again, did. does it really matter if you don't? If you're doing it, yeah. you're still yeah. there. You're taking part in it. It's yeah. not. And then Ryan would have done it without the injury. I mean, you'd have done it without the injury. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I'd have pushed myself through it. It's, it's not the weather and snow no, that would no, have no. stopped you with that. Like, no. No. yeah, it's an achievement no. to do it, but ultimately that doesn't define. You know, no, no, no. What, yeah, we, I think we've we've touched on this before, no, but yeah, no. I, I think the 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 meaning of teamwork yeah. certainly uh, was 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 extremely prominent on yeah. certainly on the Ben Nevis one because I think, like Matt said there, I was actually quite shocked at how difficult it was. I thought it was. <laughs> Not that we were just going to go and walk up a few hills. I knew what we. Yeah. I knew what That's we. How were they getting. sold it to you? That's <laughs> what the website says, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I knew what we were getting ourselves into, <laughs> which, I, and I knew it was going to be both physically and mentally. But the reality tough. of it is, I think the reality yeah. of doing it nowhere near it was, was nowhere near. No, it was no nowhere near what I thought it was going to be. Well, otherwise, they wouldn't get anyone signing up, would yeah. they? Well, no, and it, yeah, I, <laughs> for, for, for me, I think I learned that um, I've probably got a pushing point, and I've. I'm a, I am able to go past it. I think, again, what Ryan said is right. I think 
um, as I'm sure um, Crystal will back up if she is listening. She probably isn't, but if she she is, she will um, back up that I am probably one of the laziest men in the world. No, like, I'm sorry, I, I just no, think every wife thinks that about their yeah, husband. But no, I, like, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it it is, you know, I'm, I've got better, absolutely got better, but I am lazy, and you know, but I think that I realise that if I stick my mind to something. Yeah. And I'm passionate about something. Yeah, of then course. I, then I will follow it. I will follow it through. Um, well, you know, it, yeah. and, it, I, and I think yeah. that's my. I think that's why I learned really. I think that's why it's very important to find something that. Well, there's two. There's two school of thoughts on it. I've been reading about recently. One is, you know, obviously there's the old classic, which is follow your passion. But there's another one, which is, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be following your energy. But yeah. there's a there's a there's a there's a synergy between the two of them anyway. Where they will, um, where they'll meet up. Just quickly on the whole lazy thing, because I read this this week. I had a conversation with my wife. All right, Lena, hope you're doing good. You okay. <laughs> we had. Um, you've got a dishwasher at home. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you sometimes have to clean the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? I'm told uh, to, but I don't. I, yeah. don't. I just chuck them in. Chuck, it, yeah, throw them in. Yeah, because I, I learned this. I didn't. I, that's funnily enough, called, that's I, why it's called a dishwasher. dishwasher. Well, yeah. I, I always used to think that, and I get it. You know, I'm, I'm keen to learn. I learned tonight that rain doesn't go up. You know. <laughs> But I was always like, well, hang on, so we're washing it before they get washed. And I started doing it, and it made sense because actually it will come out clean sometimes. Some stuff would still yeah. come out, right? And I read something on the internet this week, and apparently we've been doing it all wrong. You know one of those headlines? We've been doing this all wrong, says expert. Right. And a dishwashing expert, because apparently there's such a profession. Dishwashing expert. Said that if you put your, if you wash your, your, your pots, this is weird if you just switched on. Hi, welcome to the Still Parents podcast. We're talking dishwasher. <laughs> If you wash, if you pre-wash them, then the detergent has nothing to cling on to, so it makes all your glasses cloudy. So, um... Ah, I see. So yeah. you chuck them in dirty then? So I forwarded that article to my wife ten times. I've said it for years! Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Why are we yeah. swilling? Why? Just lob it in. Yeah, but what a weird in. conversation to have on the Still Parents podcast. But yeah, yeah I totally agree with you. Yeah. I mean, there's another one as well. You know, like, sometimes, now and again, you might just treat yourself to a cleaner because life's busy, and you know, yes. and it's like... But even though you get one, but you still end up cleaning the house for an hour before the cleaner arrives because you don't want the cleaner to think you live in a dirty house. <laughs> oh, that is gold, because that is Amy. Yeah. yeah. That is Amy. Yeah. It's like, I remember selling our house. <laughs> and I tell you now, our house has never been as clean I, as I it get it. I get it. I'm not saying I have no standards. We don't have any no, standards. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah there's a limit. <laughs> there's a limit. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to what you were just saying there about the... Like, what did we learn from yeah. that th uh, three peaks? Yeah, go for it. I think I learned more from doing the skydive, actually, than doing the three peaks. Because, right, go on. Because I learned that I could actually push myself to a place conquering where... Conquering fear, wasn't it? Conquering a fear where I could... And I, I think Matt would probably agree with me. I was genuinely petrified. Gen yeah. Like, genuinely so scared of doing that. I, I don't think I spoke for about two hours in the lead up to it I because know. I was just yeah. everything was going through my mind did you go grey I think I went uh, uh, well I think I went worse than grey yeah. whatever the worst colour is you can go brown <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> I think I was brown down there definitely but the um, for me as soon as I come out of the plane and we yeah. were free falling there was a circular rainbow oh you've told me this before. yeah this is amazing and and I know that it's only me and my tandem instructor that saw that. And like you were saying there, where you asked about Callie to help you get up that mountain, that was, that was my thing Lily with Lily, moment. that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my thing with her. Because there was that circular rainbow and he took us straight through it. Madness. That's madness. So that's, that's a memory. That it's is. a memory. And it's also, I, I, I vaguely remember, like, just relaxing. 
all of a sudden. Yeah. It was like there was something there that just said, just she's, relax. She's carrying you down here almost. Well, by this point... There's... Well, if my parachute don't open, yeah. I'm going to make a big mess. Yeah. That's all I was well, thinking. It's, a, it's conviction in life, isn't it? Yeah. Courage of convictions, they call it, don't they? Yeah. And I think it's just... It's easy. It's a lot easier to say it than to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the fight and flight, yeah. isn't it? You know, we either fight it, yeah. which we weren't going to be able to do at that time, no. and you just go with it. But sometimes, I think there's a difference, because sometimes the fight and flight is, is you, you're actually not deciding that. To, it's subconscious, yeah, though, yeah, I think, yeah. to a degree, whereas the courage yeah. of conviction is going, right, I'm actually going to do make a decision, stick to it, follow it through. I think I learned a lot more about myself doing that. And, and the night walk that we did. I was going to say, that's been, I think that's been quite underrated. I like, think that was probably one of the tougher ones. But I think that's probably because we did it and then we thought, well, we were just going to do the next event and then the world shut down and we didn't do the next yeah. event until October. Yeah, it was. Which was the Three Peaks. Yeah. No, was. no, September, which was the skydive. Yeah. And skydive then the three and then it's Three Peaks. But we did the, the night walk and I think it's, not that it's been forgotten as such, but I think that it's more the fact that it's like, um, it, that was really hard work, you know. I mean, my, 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 my Rob Rob collapsed. Right, my best mate just collapsed. Like you know, and, and then Ryan, I was very worried about Ryan in the pub because he went the colour of this table. Again, I think it was because we were like twelve hours. We'll do a walk, and we were all giving it the <laughs> massive time. We were like, it was getting to about four o'clock in the morning. We we're like, and we we're like, yeah, man, can't wait to get to that pub and have a few beers and have some food. I had half a Guinness and I was like, I'm going home. I, yeah. had, a, I had a sip. Yeah, a sip of Guinness. <laughs> like, yeah, because your body just... Shut down. Yeah. Mark made me laugh because looking back now, the way he... he Mark couldn't stop. So Mark Brook, like, literally just couldn't stop. He, he had to keep walking, walking because yeah. if he stopped, he wouldn't be able to start again. So he was walking at, like this yeah, in action. And, and that... that um, He's got his momentum. He's in his groove. It. I mean, the, yeah. I, I love hearing about all this. So all of, all of these names that you are hearing that you may not be familiar with are the names of people, some of them we've actually had on this podcast since we started it, and they're all part of uh, a group that have met through Lily May Foundation, and there's a WhatsApp group, which I've been putting with them. It's called the 101010, and I've seen it now because I've sort of came on board towards the end of these challenges as as we started the, the podcast during lockdown. But I've seen the love in the group from everyone and that togetherness which is so important. You're talking about the difficulty doing all of these events and these walks and these these charity things. And it's something which ties in with the overall message. We've had quite a lot on the podcast, which is just finding, you know, find something which which keeps you... Uh, keeps your brain in a positive way, make new relationships, go away with people who are, unfortunately, you know, your kindred spirits for reasons that you wouldn't choose to be. But there you are, and you're together now, and the togetherness I've seen with this, the point I'm trying to make is for anyone who's in that bad place and they don't really want to be hearing this, it's uh, it's worthwhile just to to help with your your mental mental well-being. I think the WhatsApp group that we've got will will continue as well because... um, um, because, like, yeah, I think it's a really good place if people are struggling. I've dropped messages in the group before, and I know that someone is going to get back to me yeah. from that group, you know, about checking in. And and I think that group will continue. We'll stay in that group, even though we're not doing the challenges at the moment, or if we finish them. Yeah. And I also think we'll probably, we'll probably, some of us will probably do challenges moving forwards again. Any anyway, you know, I'd like to think Absolutely. that even if we do kind of little. Uh, reunion things you know so it's a, yeah. a good little comment on there yeah go for it and I think this is quite nice as well with you actually being the host who hasn't obviously experienced the loss of a baby and somebody's actually asked what have you learnt a, a hell of a lot the first episode that we ever did the elephant in the room which I kind of think we should re- revisit and maybe yeah, talk yeah. about again 
I've learned a lot. I've learned um, the differences in experiences that people go through. And one thing which I hadn't thought about before with, with grief is, for me, grief is you've lost someone, that's it, it's final, and everyone's at a stage of feeling their loss and they can be reminded of it at any given moment. Something which I hadn't given too much time to, to think about would be the varying levels of where you're at compared to which point of your journey you are. For instance, Ryan, 12 years. Six years for you, Matt. Nathan, regular, who should be sitting here tonight, is, is less, less than a year? Just over, yeah. Is he less than a year? And seeing how you guys talk to each other and, and help each other, and also, I mean, this is from a, from, a, from a selfish point of view as well. And one of the reasons why I really want this podcast to get pushed out and for more people to listen to it who haven't been affected by it, because I haven't, but you haven't, you know, you may know somebody who has. And I think just from, um, there's been all this talk, you know, with mental health and lockdown and just people having anger and everyone's had a tough time. I'm like everybody else, you know, the last, the last few years, I've had my ups and downs. And when we first started this, I wasn't personally in a great place, but being able to sit in a room with guys who've been through a lot worse than me sort of gave me a little bit of a mental kick up the backside to say, come on, stop feeling sorry for yourself, Dan. Ultimately, the strength that you can find from friends, from family, but even more so from, from new relationships. Like I said, I'd never met you mm. until the very first episode, and not in person, mm. until, um, what, six months ago. Now I've seen you, you punk three times in the last week. So I can't get you know, you see what I mean? And, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, just learning a lot about, uh, about the journeys. And I, I had a sim- it's something I've not mentioned, but we had me and my uh, wife and my oldest daughter, Gabrielle, we, well, she just turned 10 a couple of weeks ago, but we very, we very nearly lost it. It was at the Birmingham Women's. She was, well, I've had a, a labour which went over 50 hours and ended up um, having to go forceps. And there was, we, we nearly, very nearly lost those re- resuscitations and, in an incubator, in intensive care for two weeks, I think it was, before we could first have skin-on-skin contact. So that wasn't an easy yeah. time of my life, and it was my 10th anniversary of that when we were away in Spain a couple of weeks ago. So part of me, and this is just me personally, being able to think that I'm glad I'm not in your shoes and having to walk you know, life in your shoes, but if the worst had happened, that I would have found this place where find the strength and the encouragement and the support and the resources that I need. And that just reminds me once again, I think it's important for, for everybody. This is not a niche. It is a niche podcast to a degree. Mm. But, you know, if all you've got to do is go back 10 minutes, we're talking about dishwashers. <laughs> we're not just trying to talk about yeah. the darkness in life because we never want you to forget. We've heard words like, di- you know, the things when they get diluted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've still got your life to live. You've still got your family and you've yeah. still got your other children and the yeah. memories won't go. So from that, I'd like to, to, to thank you personally for for you know becoming new friends I know it's a bit cheesy but becoming new friends in my life and helping me where you probably haven't realised that I've you know because it's, it's not about that it's, there's quite a selfish viewpoint but some days I drive away from here I'm, I'm, I'm feeling in a good place because I see the, the inspiring ways that the words from something I've not been affected by but they can relate to other scenarios in your day to day life as well if that makes any sense whatsoever no, no absolutely right. I think it brings us back to that but like the mantra that we sort of <clears throat> work towards with the 10 10 10 sort of stuff which was the the stronger together mantra yeah you know we always has, hashtagged it sorry stronger yeah. together because everyone's experience is different even even though we've all you know myself and matt have got the, the same experience if you like of, of obviously losing a baby our experience um our, you know our grief experience our journey and stuff like that is completely different there's no sort yeah. of dispute in that in any way shape or form yeah. but the the, the sort of different experiences that we have got offer different resolution for different people. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's not 100%. a one size fits all. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
It's like that manager you get at work who tries to treat everybody the same, and it won't work on everybody because no. everybody's different. Yeah. And so you have to you have to do it that way, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just say I just say that um, unfortunately, when you lose, you become part of a club that you didn't think that you'd ever be part of, mm. and that club is is something that is going to pull your emotions all over the place but it's also going to help you in ways that you didn't realize it was going to help you and 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 for me that's been that Callie has left a lot behind for me um her legacy is she's done a lot more than people who live 80 years of their life won't be able to do because you know she the money she's raised yes we've raised it but we wouldn't have raised it without yeah, her yeah of course um so i see it as a as a real positive um you know, as much as loss has, has been created and, 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 and she's there, it's created a new life Yeah, for me and Crystal. And it's something that actually, as much as I want, I would do anything I could to have Callie back. Of course I would. Yeah. Um, if there's one thing to come out of it that is positive, it's the fact that I've got this new life that's yeah. come out of it. And as you said, exactly, this club is just something that exactly. you're part of now. Exactly. Um, so uh, thank, thank you so much to everyone who has taken the time to listen, uh, whether it's your first one today, you've, you've been through them all. We will be back. Uh, we will announce the date for our new series in, in due course. It won't be too long. But, yeah, just again, if get, we'd just like to get this out there, more people to listen. For, again, just going back to, because obviously I can only really reference it through my, my own set of eyes, but I, I enjoy doing this because I do my radio show and I'm currently, you know, we're in a studio, you can't see the audience. I'm living at home, I love my family to bits, obviously, but I'm the only guy there. This sometimes it's like the only time in a week <laughs> I'll talk to other guys around my age face to face. Yeah. And it which sounds ridiculous, yeah. but just to do that for an hour, yeah, like, oh, you yeah. know, it's yeah. things like that. It's, it, there's a lot there's a lot that people get out of these, and I know that from seeing my own clients that, you know, make comment of that. They, they may have only listened to half an episode, yeah. or they may have only listened to a certain episode episode, sorry, or something yeah. like that. But well, listen, I've said before, we don't expect you to... The way I listen to podcasts is I don't listen to the whole show. So yeah. if, I might dip, dip in for 10 minutes, 20 yeah, minutes. absolutely. But the, yeah. the value that people are gaining yeah. from it is is um, is absolutely phenomenal. And hopefully, fingers crossed, the, we've got some exciting we have. coming up soon we as have. well. So Yeah, yeah, we've got some exciting plans. Looking forward to that. We will be back. We've got some new branding coming up. Well, hopefully, we might be even um, getting that. All right, you know, we, we might be... Am I allowed to say about that? Yeah, yeah we, say. we might be going on the Lorraine Kelly show. We might be. Right. And um, I'm assuming she's not watching this very second right now unless yeah. she's really into her research. <laughs> yeah. Or a producer. But I was going to try and stitch her up if we were there. If I get, if I get time. No, because you know when you've just... Love put, it. I love um, that Dan's mind goes there. Yeah. Lorraine, she'll stitch her up. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, you know, just drop... I might go, well, you know, because she hasn't got much time. Whenever I watch this show over the years, she, gets, she doesn't get a lot of time, does she? No. You know, so it goes, oh, turn, yeah, I just want to say thank you for agreeing to come on the podcast with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right at the end. Boom. Should we say, yeah. Yeah. Or on there. And then she'll say, Yeah. I personally would keep the Lorraine Kelly impressions to after we've been on the show. <laughs> and on that point, bid you farewell. Thank you very much. We would love to hear from you. Still Parents Podcast is our Instagram, obviously through the Lily May Foundation website too. And um, you can you can message us at any point about whatever you need to. If you need someone to talk to, obviously this is what um, Amy and Ryan are there for. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, enjoy your week, enjoy your summer, and we will speak to you very, very soon. Matt, thank you very much, sir. No, my pleasure. Thank you. And we've done a whole episode without mentioning your scab. Well, we had until then. I'll leave the final word for Series 4 uh, over to your good self there, Ryan. 
Oh, thanks, Dan. You throw me right, yeah. throw me right into it. Then uh, I'll tell you, should we let, should we end it on a like a little saying or something like that? Oh, I thought you were going to say sing song then. No, we're not singing. No, no, no. We're not singing. Let's end it with this. Even the smallest of feats have the power to leave everlasting footprints upon the world. Yeah.